0: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as thirty minutes without missing a minute of the game.
2: You have forty-seven new voicemails.
0: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, hey, welcome back,
1: Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio nine thirty W B E N. Thank you as always for making us a part of your day. Your drive home, your drive to work, whatever it is, we appreciate you having that dial set at 9.30 a.m. Or the app to 9.30 a.m. Or your smart speaker on 9.30 a.m. Always here for you when you need us the most. You like that? That's our tagline. Uh, Asking you, so if you're just joining us, I will reset over the weekend... We uh, threw a surprise party for my parents' 40th anniversary, and it went off without any issue. Uh, There was a lot of stress in the week leading up that there might be an issue, but there was no issue, and no one uh, ruined the surprise, even though I almost did twice. No, I'm sorry, three times, including once right here on the air. I want to know, have you ever successfully, sorry, thrown a surprise party, or did you attempt to blow, to throw a surprise party and someone ruined the surprise? Were you the subject of a surprise party? Eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty. That will get you on the air. We'll also get you on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. And you know, I have to say, my like I said, my sister and my wife did a lot of the planning. All right, but you know, growing up, my sister could not keep a secret at all. Like if she found out what my parents got me for Christmas. She would tell me before Christmas, so surprise. I'm not surprised that you know. Twenty some years later, she she's not she's keeping surprises. But I mean, it is difficult over time when you know this is happening, and then other conversations. It's not like I don't talk to my parents. I talk to my parents every day. You know what I mean. So it is difficult for that to not come up, uh, especially when you get closer to the day. And they're talking about, oh, what are you doing this weekend? And what are you doing that day? And that comes up and you're like, oh, my gosh. Uh, But very happy that we were able to uh, throw the surprise party. And would like to hear your experience if you have it. 803-0930-STAR-930. This is something I wanted to get to. And uh, it was on our website this morning. And, you know, it interests me because I didn't realize – that this wasn't common. I didn't realize there were so many different ways to look at food in your kitchen. So there's an article on our website. And I'm sorry, I gotta... I apologize. I uh, I cannot wait to get to the gym after the show and just sweat all this congestion out. It is clearly allergies. Uh, that's the worst when you take the wrong medication. Have you ever done that? Where you think, okay, this must be a cold or something, and you take, like, cold medicine, but it doesn't break up the congestion. That's what I'm having now. Unfortunately, I took a, a cold medic- medication to break up the congestion when what I needed was an allergy medication. And I hate when you put when you take the wrong one and it has no effect on you. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's made this mistake, but that is... That is the where I'm standing now. So I have this medication in my system that's doing absolutely nothing when I could have just on the way to work gotten a Claritin or something and probably feel 100% right now. So that's on me. I'm very uh, sorry about that and disappointed in myself. But we, uh, we will attack this and be 100% tomorrow. So there is an article on our website about the sell-by and best-by dates. On food you purchase at the grocery store. And I didn't know that there were people who will ignore those dates. I, I for one, will not ignore the dates. I, and I, depending on the food, am very picky about how long it stays in the fridge. I if, I, if there is a loaf of bread on top of the fridge that is a day past the sell-by date... That bread is going right in the trash. All right? $3 is not worth it for me to open that up and find some mold. Okay? I I don't need to save $3. I I might be broke. I'm not that broke. Also with leftovers. I'm sorry. Four days. If you haven't eaten those leftovers in four days, throw them out. I I am very picky when it comes to... Meat, freeze it or eat it. I don't want it sitting in the fridge. Leftovers, I don't like the smell of leftovers to begin with. I think most leftovers smell awful after sitting in the fridge for 12 hours. So I don't like the smell of leftovers. I don't like the consistency of cooled leftovers that you have to throw in the microwave. So you know, three to four days of those sitting in your fridge and let's get them out. Let's go. Uh, If it wasn't good, if it was something really good, right, if the leftovers were something delicious, they would have been gone in a day or two. If they're still sitting there four days later, you're you're hanging on to something you don't really want to have anyway. So I've always been by the the book, right? I'm not going to open a package of chicken if it's the day after the day printed on the label unless it's frozen it's just not worth being sick. I have a weak stomach to begin with. We I, I learned this last week when I filled in for Bowerly. Or was I filling in for David? I was filling in for David last week. I learned that I had a weak stomach. Um I have a weak stomach. So I don't I don't want to take chances. It's it's not worth the coin flip to me. That will I be up with a stomachache all night in the bathroom or not like I've already made those mistakes with dairy because I'm lactose intolerant and even sometimes with a lactate pill with a you know dairy easing pill it'll I'll still have stomach aches so I I just to me it's not worth it I, I, these people that will just push the limit Ah, oh, it's only two days ago it, it, it's a five dollar thing of ground beef is it really worth what could be a painful night in the bathroom to save $5, throw the $5 away? And again, you are talking to the cheapest person I know, myself, but it's just not worth it. What is your rule when it comes to food, either bakery, bakery goods? Stuff you make, leftovers, meat. What's your rule? And when you look at the label, is that is are you like me? Is that date set in stone, or are you like my wife, who will eat leftovers on the sixth day uh, on the sixth day there in the fridge? I would have thrown them out two days ago. That date on the label. Oh well, it was the fifteenth. Today's the sixteenth. We'll put it in the freezer now. No 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 no. We'll put it in the trash now. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. Start nine thirty. And yes, hey, last uh, when I filled in for David last week, we did the last hour on things that make you sick. Let let me. What's the one time in your life you wish you would have just thrown the food out? Maybe you have an experience that has changed the way you deal with leftovers. With meat. With bakery goods. Eight oh three oh nine thirty 930 930 When we lived in Orchard Park. I want to say this was right before uh, the pandemic. We went to a grocery store in the South Towns. And. Now the date was fine. Right. It was well above the date. We bought this chicken to make something that night. We opened the package of chicken. Now we didn't have that big of an apartment in Orchard Park. That rotten you know the smell rot, rotted chicken smell filled up the apartment it took days and that is just the worst smell like you make something with chicken and it goes in the you put it in the trash that trash goes out that night you're not keeping that in the house to marinate in that rotten chicken smell it's disgusting so what's your rule? Eight oh three oh nine thirty, start nine thirty. Are you listening to me right now and yelling at your radio? Am I re- am I being ridiculous? I don't think I'm being ridiculous. And again, I think this also plays into why I don't do a full week of grocery shopping. I will buy as I need things. Because if you do a full week of grocery shopping, you're just setting yourself up to have to throw stuff away. Eight oh three oh nine thirty star 930. We're going to start with Chris in Hamburg. Chris, what's your policy?
3: Um, so I think that expiration dates are a uh, guideline at best. Um, and I generally do go by the whiff test uh, more than anything else. Uh, or if, uh, you know, obviously slight taste test and if it's bad. But, I mean, I don't know, I'll eat yogurts like way past the expiration date and you keep stuff in the fridge and chilled and you know if it doesn't visibly look moldy um, it's generally okay and you know our I believe our stomach acids kill a lot of stuff that could potentially hurt us um, and I've been fine with that.
1: (laughs) So you've you've never uh, maybe went a little too past that expiration date you've been totally fine every time?
3: Um, yeah, I, I haven't had any kind of food poisoning or anything in decades probably. And I mean, you know, I don't, I don't push the limit. Like if something is obviously bad, I'm not going to, right? Uh, you know, do it, but I'm also guilty of like, you know, having some stuff in the fridge and like, uh, oh, I'm going to eat that definitely. And then I try to do it and, uh, it's a, you know, new ecosystem growing in there. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there,
1: Chris. Hey man, appreciate yeah. the call talking about leftovers, meat, bread, stuff you bake. How long are you keeping that before you throw it out? 803 start 930, isn't that interesting? I was fine until after the forecast and then I just started sniffling up again. I, I don't know, like I said, I had a great morning, breakfast with my parents, went on a walk with my son, my nephew and my dad. I get home and I just congest right is that the right word congest right up and uh, cannot wait to sweat it out at the gym after this. 8030930 start 930. expiration dates best by date, best if used by date. Do you follow that? do you go past it? Did you have an experience that might change the way you attack those leftovers? and Best Buy dates. Let's go to Kathleen in Orchard Park. Kathleen, what's your policy?
4: Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, first of all, yeah, I don't even know if if the stores pay attention to the expiration and what, but I used to live in New York City, across from the Trade Towers, down in Battery Park City, brand-new apartments, very expensive, doorman, everything. We had our own little city down there. We had our own special little grocery store. And my one of my roommates was on a special diet, hot dogs and sauerkraut. I came home one day, and I thought, oh, Lord, she's taking a nap on the couch, and it's the hot dogs and the sauerkraut. Oh, no. It did not go away. We couldn't figure it out. It was the icky chicken from the refrigerator from the very specialty grocery store. It didn't matter. I, mean, I thought, like, oh my God. It's
1: not the Agostinos, but still, come on. <laughs> oh my! Well, I mean, she was just eating hot dogs and sauerkraut. <laughs> you
4: know, here I am, like here I am blaming my roommate. <laughs> What's with the hot dogs and sauerkraut?
1: Stop! <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. I mean, I- I'm sure the I'm sure the bad chicken smelled bad, but. After a few days of eating hot dogs and sauerkraut, I don't think anyone would want to live uh, within a few miles of me. I'll tell you that.
4: Well, maybe it was a combination. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, it could have been a combination. But <laughs> God, it was awful. So I totally get you. It I
1: is totally one of the worst. It is one of the worst smells. When that chicken goes bad, I, I can't even describe it on the radio oh. because it's such an awful stench. Yeah.
4: Oh. Yeah, yes it is. Yes it is. Cook well, your chicken right away, even if you're not gonna use it. Then freeze it or something. I don't
1: know. Exactly. Or or just right. or just do every day. You buy the chicken when you need it. When you don't need it, don't have it sitting there in your fridge. Kathleen, appreciate the uh appreciate the call. Eight oh three oh nine thirty start nine thirty. Tony in Ellicottville. Tony, what's your uh situation?
5: Hey Giuseppe. Listen, I was on a volunteer fire department. And about five years ago, I went in town. Then I went to McDonald's, got a hamburger, and then we got called out on a call. So I, I threw the hamburger underneath my seat, and I took off. I forgot about the hamburger. It was a double cheeseburger, I think. Anyways, the next spring, I was cleaning out my truck, and there it sat under the seat. I unwrapped it. it. It wasn't moldy or nothing. Believe it or not, and it smelled kind of like a hamburger. And I'm always, I'm always daring myself to do things. I ate it, Joe, and I never got sick.
1: <laughs> I never got sick, Joe. Well, I, I think that might tell about what's in the McDonald's double cheeseburgers. Oh my! So yeah, it was sitting for fast, an fast. entire season under your car seat. Yep. yep. Oh my gosh. Was it? McDonald's was it good? Was
5: good? It's it tasted like a McDonald's, but not a little bland. But it, it was good. I just wanted to see what happened.
1: <laughs> you are a daring man, Tony, and I'm glad that you didn't get sick, and uh, thank you for your service at the fire department. Okay, buddy. Thank you, Tony and Ellicottville. I would, uh, I mean, I'm the kind of person that if we take a detour after the restaurant and we have leftovers in the back seat, if we're not home in 30 minutes, I'll throw those leftovers away. Like, I, and, and don't get me wrong, when I was younger, I was a little more daring. I remember one time, uh, Mazarowski and I went to Pittsburgh for a Mets Pirates series, and And we got a pizza and left it out all night. And I remember waking up next morning and having a slice of that pizza. So I haven't always been like this. But the last like five or six years, I've just been, and again, it is because of I I, I have a weak stomach. That definitely plays into it. I mean, I could go into stories, but it's 530. Some of you are probably on your way to dinner. You don't want to hear about my weak stomach stories. But that, I think, plays a lot into why I am so hesitant to take any chances with food. And again, if something is so good, we have leftovers of it. I'm finishing it in a day or two. I'm not letting a really good meal sit for four days in the fridge. What about you? Eight oh three oh nine thirty. Star nine thirty. Beamer in for Bowerly on News Radio nine thirty. W B E N. Call from mom.
2: Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement. Due. $35 per line connection charge apply. CT Mobile.com.
7: The preacher man says it's the end of time. And the Mississippi River, she's a gold dry. Interest is up and the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged if you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see A woman and the kids and the dogs and me I got a shotgun, a rifle and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Folks can survive I can plow a field all day long, I can catch catfish from dusk till dawn we Make our own whiskey and our own smoke too. Ain't
1: too many things these old boys can't do. Alright, welcome back. It is Beamer Infra Bowerly. Here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, we are talking about expiration dates and uh, leftovers. Josh, is this annoying? Do you, th- you think this is. Can anyone hear this on the air? No? I can kind of hear it. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. Inside joke. We're talking about expiration dates leftovers i am i i don't i may go a little fast sometimes however i will not eat something a day after the expiration date and it's just because of my weak stomach i mean that is 100% leftovers after 3 days again if you haven't eaten your leftovers in 3 days do you really care about the leftovers what are you waiting for and I'm I'm throwing this one in there because I mentioned it at the end of the, uh, of the last segment. Bringing food home from the restaurant. If you get diverted, if you stop somewhere else and that sits in the car for an extra 30 minutes, are you like me and throwing it right in the trash? Let's start with Sue in Amherst. Sue, you've got some uh, grocery store experience. You can talk a little about the expiration dates.
2: Yeah. Well, actually, I have worked in food service all my life. From restaurants to grocery stores to a school nutrition program. And I'm just gonna say, when you mention the fact that you take your bread and lay it on the refrigerator, yes, it's gonna go bad because that's heat. I keep my bread in the refrigerator for sometimes a couple weeks and it's fine. Um, when you mentioned the chicken, opening the chicken and the smell, the chicken is not bad. The smell you're smelling is the gas that they put in the packaging to help preserve it until the expiration date. So,
1: now, that's, that's um, very interesting, Sue. So why? Because that the time I'm mentioning, it seems so much worse than previous times opening chicken. Does that make sense?
2: It does make sense. And I'm not going to say it doesn't ever happen Then it could be bad. But nine times out of ten, if you cook that chicken and it still smells bad, it's bad. But if you cook it and that smell goes away, it's fine.
1: Now, um, now, you said you I keep, keep. You said you keep your ahead. bread inside the refrigerator?
2: Absolutely, especially in the summer, because it's hot. And it's going to get moldy faster. It's going to go bad faster. So in the summer, I keep my bread in the refrigerator. In the winter, as you know, because it's not as hot in the house, I will keep it on the counter for a couple of days. But if I can't go through it fast enough, I'll put it in the refrigerator or I'll stick it in the freezer. I take out what I need
1: when I need it. Interesting strategy. Well, Sue, I'll tell you this: I'm I'm done putting it on top of the fridge because of what you said. So I that at least uh, that's my first lesson I've learned today. There you go. Well, thank you, Sue. Sue in Amherst, eight hundred three hundred nine thirty. Star nine thirty. Edgar in Tonawanda has a story for us, and it says crazy food story. Edgar, good afternoon. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. By the way, you're my favorite host on the cha- on the station. Well, I appreciate that
5: i appreciate you filling in um i was out i'm a vegetarian i'm a little bit a little bit wacko and uh i was out at a local restaurant with two friends and they ordered they ordered chicken and they were talking about how they order chicken because it's so healthy and i said well it's not really healthy um you know the factory raised chicken and i you know i explained that the reason you need to cook it so well and everything is, is about 50% of factory-raised chicken has salmonella or E. coli, and you need to cook that out and kill it. Well, they they were telling me I'm crazy. Three days later, one of those friends called me up from the hospital. He had salmonella. Ended up losing 16, 17 pounds in a week.
1: Because he didn't properly okay. cook?
5: From that very chicken at that very restaurant, which was just a weird coincidence. Um, uh, The other story is I used to do a lot of long trail running. I'd go out in the woods and run for hours. And if I knew there was a stream, I wouldn't bother bringing water or anything to eat. I would just eat seaweed. and I never got sick from it, but in hindsight, it probably wasn't the smartest thing to do.
1: Well, uh, Edgar and Tanawanda, glad that's working out for you. eight hundred three hundred nine thirty star nine thirty. You know, I have to say they they sell seaweed at, at uh, Wegmans, and I actually like the seaweed. So uh, I'll say that I'm I'm one for you know filtered out water and everything, but uh seaweed's actually not not bad. Like I said, I've had it a few times at Wegmans. eight hundred three hundred nine thirty star nine We'll get you on the air. And again, I apologize. I do not know this really just uh, ramped up in the last few uh, minutes. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. Star 930. It's also the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. And it's just, I saw this article on the uh, on the website this this morning when I was going through what I wanted to talk about. And it, it just, it does amaze me that there are people that, you know, like Chris in Hamburg, you know, a week after the expiration date, hey, if it looks good, I'll have it. I just... I'm sure I overreact, and I don't think I overreact a lot in life, but I'm sure to this I do. Again, nothing is worth risking a stomach attack, a stomach ache. Nothing, in my opinion, nothing's worth it. Now, I'm sure most people have a lot stronger stomach than I do. They don't get sick as easily as I do, and that's great, good for you. But for me, it's just, it's so easy for my stomach to turn that I don't want to take a chance. And I think that's why I am the way I am. Like I said, it hasn't always been that way. You know, I would eat pizza that was sitting out. I would cook up, you know, something in the fridge that was three dates past the uh, date on the packaging. But not anymore. It's just not, number one, I might be cheap, but I'd rather lose the money than lose a night of sleep. And that's where I stand on that. eight hundred three oh nine thirty star nine thirty gets you on the show talking about expiration dates, sell by dates, uh, best by dates, freeze by dates, all that stuff, and leftovers. Like I said, I think leftovers look disgusting an hour after they're in the fridge. Right? They get all kind of you know slopped together, and it's it just it has a smell. Leftovers have a stench to them. So I'm I'm already like, ugh. But if they're sitting there for three days, again, if you really wanted that leftover, if, it, if that meal was that good, you would have had it before the three or four day mark. That's just that's just my thought. Um, now, I want to start setting up something for tomorrow. And this is something from down in the south towns. I think uh, more, if you've been down on the 219, you might know this. This was brought to my attention by my wife. Um, There is an issue going on down on the 219 where reports of punctured tires near Armour Duels. And uh, Jeff Russo posted a few pictures of these tires that have been punctured on the 219 The 219 uh, did have crews out this afternoon uh, doing an investigation and uh, looking for doing a sweep of parts of the 219 where there have been reports of punctured tires. And the reason I'm setting this up now for tomorrow is if this is you or if you know someone who frequents the 219, the 400, now this is mostly the 219, Get them or get yourself to call in tomorrow in the 2 o'clock hour because I would like to dig into this and know what is going on and what is the extent of these punctured tires. As someone who just had a flat two weeks ago, um, and that was just from a nail, I'd like to you know what are you finding on the two nineteen, what's the extent? Have you been able to maybe get your tire patched up? Is it a total loss? And how many cars are we actually seeing have their tires punctured by this? Mis- what's going on on the two nineteen? So that's going to be tomorrow's topic. Uh, I, I would like to uh, set, like I said, I want to set that up now because it is really starting to get some talk on social media and uh, my wife pointed it out to me this uh, this afternoon so that's tomorrow's tomorrow's show the first uh, hour of tomorrow's show here on News Radio 930 WBEN as I continue filling in for Tom Bowerly. just a just a very interesting thing you know i mean we've all probably driven through a debris that we didn't see until it was too late uh, Puncture a tire after getting work done at our house, right? A lot of people, that happens too. They'll get new uh, roofing or they'll get some work done that, you know, the, the people set up in the in the driveway. And then a week later, you put your car in the driveway and run right over a nail. I mean, that's a very common story. But for so many people to be affected on the 219, And to now see, finally, some sweep and some work and some investigation into what's going on. I think that's refreshing for people who are regularly on the 219. And that's why this story stuck out to my wife, because in a few weeks, she's going back to school, and she will be on the 219. So that uh, is very interesting. And, again, I think people are keeping an eye on the sweep and this investigation. But I would like to know the extent of the damage done to tires. So to our listeners, again, if you know someone out there who was involved in one of these incidents on the 219, call in tomorrow, 2 o'clock. We will do this topic, um, or David might do it during his show. Call him. uh, But we'll do it at 2 o'clock, and I want to talk with people who have driven through it. I'm going to try to get someone from the DOT to comment on this, and we will... uh, I don't know if we'll get to the bottom of it, but we'll definitely get a clear story of what's going on on the 219, and when this all started. And again, maybe they'll find they found something today, or they'll find something before the show tomorrow, and we'll get those answers to you. So tomorrow, two o'clock, eight oh three oh nine thirty. Uh, let's get some of those uh, firsthand accounts of what happened on the 219 uh, when driving this weekend. I apologize for my congestion today. On the show, like I said, I was fine this morning. I don't know what happened, but we're going to have a good workout tonight. We're going to sweat it all out. We're going to sleep like a rock, and we will be back here and better than ever tomorrow at 2 o'clock. I can make that promise to you. I will not make let myself get any sicker. I think this is just allergies, and the reason I say that is I took cold medicine, and it did nothing. Uh, so it feels like allergies. I, other than my head, I feel great. I'm not weak. You know, sometimes when you're congested and you get, like, chest pains and your legs are a little weak, I feel great. Like, I feel like i go outside right now and run five miles. It's all in my head. So, we're going to get to the gym, we're going to sweat it out, and we're going to feel like a million bucks, and we'll be right back here tomorrow at 2 o'clock filling in for Tom Bowerly, who is on a much-deserved uh, vacation or week-off This week. So, tomorrow uh, we will be talking about the punctured tires on the 219. Again, I'm hoping you, the great audience, if you were one of these people whose tire was punctured on the 219, you'll call in tomorrow at 2. Or maybe you know someone who takes the 219 regularly, check in with them. Maybe they uh, punctured a tire over the weekend or last week and have a first uh, hand account of what's going on. Tell them, hey, I know you don't listen to Joe, but call in to Joe, filling in for Tom tomorrow at 2 o'clock, and we will uh, we will kick off the show with that in the first hour. I want to thank my guest today, Tim Myers, uh, legislator Tim Myers, to kick off the show. He is the majority leader in the Erie County Legislature. I want to thank Joe Duff and Greg Duell from Duff's Wings on their way to Tampa Bay for a pop-up. Of- pop-up event Wednesday and Thursday. Cannot wait to hear how that goes. And I want to thank you, the great WBEN listeners, the great callers. You guys are awesome. Again, I let you down today, and I... Feel really bad about that. But like I said, as soon as I get out of here, I'm going to work on it, and we are going to be 100% for tomorrow. Thanks to Josh Schmidt on the other side of the glass for a superb job. As always, thanks to Tom Puckett for the top and bottom of the hour news. Thanks to Alan Harris for keeping us safe on the roads and making sure everyone got home in a timely fashion. After you hear my voice, you'll hear a few spots. And then Tom Puckett's evening news, 6 to 7. Uh, To get you into the night, Armstrong and Getty after that, our American stories, and Coast to Coast with George Norrie. I'll see you back here at 2 p.m. Remember, punctured tire stories from the 219. What's going on in the 219? I want firsthand accounts tomorrow at 2. Let's get those calls in, and let's start the show off right here on News Radio 930. WBEN, have yourself a great Monday evening.